Welcome to the Above the Clouds podcast. I am your host, Gayden Turner, and in this and my future episodes, I'll be talking through all things expat and living in the fabulous Emirate of Dubai to starting my own fashion business and manifesting, plus being a mum to my two children and setting financial as well as life goals to achieve absolutely anything. So good morning, everyone. I hope you're really, really well. Happy Friday, as I always say. Um, This is actually a pre-recorded episode because by the time that you're listening to this, I will be in Thailand. Um, And I'm so, so excited for it. It it literally couldn't have come at a a better time. Um, Just had a a crazy, crazy week um, because we're putting the house on the market. So hopefully by, by the weekend, the house will actually be on the market. So you know, it's such a, a detailed process that you have to go through, isn't it, to put your house on the market. Um, but Oscar and I also went to see a villa on the ranches too. Um, and yes, completely fell in love with it. Um, big garden. So Oscar, that's all Oscar cared about really, um, was just thinking where where he could put his football goal. Um but a lovely big entertaining area as well. So I think that's something that we're definitely planning to do more of um, because obviously with a big garden, you know, you can have people round and barbecues and things. Um, but where we are now, you know, it's only a very, very small garden. Um, but yeah, so, so we, we really loved it. Not only that, it was actually the owners of the house showing us round with the estate agent. Um, and they were lovely. Now, I mean, Richard wouldn't think anything about that, but I, I don't know. I think when you've got a connection with the person that's selling the house, sometimes that m- makes you like the house even more. Um, but it was immaculate um, and they're actually moving out of out of the UAE. So um, I think that they'd sort of done it up, um, ready to sell it, but it really was beautiful. And one of the rooms as well, I couldn't actually sleep um, one of the nights this week. So I had to get up at 3.30 just because I was just thinking about the house. And I've decided I'm going to turn one of the the guest rooms or the guest room um, into a studio. Um, Richard doesn't know yet, so I'll let him know. Um, But yeah, so sort of have it as a guest room, like maybe with a settee bed. Um, But yeah, also have all my clothing in there. So if anyone wants to come and uh, try things on, I'm going to turn it into like my own little shop so I can really play then. Um, So yeah, so so I just couldn't sleep. So I thought, well, I might as well get up. And I did have some sort of fiddly little jobs to do as well, I say, to, to get paperwork completed and things like that to get it on the market. But it just feels so right. Um, and I say it is very much about how you're feeling about something, which tells you whether or not it's the, the right move for you. So I uh, say, so yeah, so very excited, but also got to be patient um, because it's not an immediate thing, unfortunately, is it? Um, but yeah, so really excited to to go to Thailand. And I think it's actually timed quite well so that Richard and I can sort of go away and process the fact that we are actually moving house now. Um you know, and, and just sort of get our heads around that. And I think, you know, because it has been such a crazy week, I think I'll just be lying uh, lying flat out on the sunbed in a star shape. <laughs> um, but it's nice because, as I said, Richard and I are, uh, in, in fact, Richard isn't working, but he'll probably have a few calls whilst he's there. Um, but I'm still working. So um, it's nice that you haven't got that pressure to sort of amuse the children because I'm sure they'll uh, they'll just be in the pool a lot of the time. 
Um, so yeah, so I've been busy decluttering as well, um, which for manifesting purposes is very important because you're doing, you're actually doing a clear action to show that you are moving house. Um, and I love doing that anyway. Um, so yeah, putting boxes outside for people, uh, people to take, uh, take away our stuff that we don't want. And, uh, yeah, I say mentally that's very good anyway, isn't it? Um, so yeah, so feeling rather, um, you know, what's the word? I don't know, bewildered this week, but, um, yeah, just, uh, just excited to, to have that moment of, uh, of peace when I go away. So in today's episode, I really wanted to talk all about friendships and how incredible they can be for your well-being. And I always like to think if family are your sort of heart and your soul and your feeling of stability um, and your feeling of warmth and love, then to me, friendships are like the glitter. And I've always found them just so, so important. And, you know, no matter what age you are, you know, having good friends around you is just so, so good for you and can really, really lift you up. Um, And I think what I've loved this year, I think with all these networking events that I've been to, is how honest people are about wanting to make friends. And I think as well, since times, um, you know, sort of COVID times, I think people have been more willing to admit to feeling lonely at times. And again, regardless of age um, or that they don't have many friends. And I think that's just so refreshing to hear people speak so openly um, and honestly about it. Because I think in the past as well, it's always been seen as sort of a taboo. um, Because I think we all relate back to our school days where if you didn't have many friends, you were classed as a loser or you were bullied for it. And I think now if I went back to being 13 or 14 now but I knew everything that I know now, I'd probably go round to all the shy kids or anyone that's been bullied and just say, you know, shall we start our own gang? (laughs) Because in fact, I always used to do that. I think by the time I got to about 15, I was really, really self-assured in my own beliefs. Um, I even managed to turn 12 people vegetarian, although they're probably not vegetarian now to, to to be fair. But um I did also always speak out if ever I saw anyone being bullied in front of me. Um, There was a boy that I used to stand in front of so that these uh, popular lads couldn't push him around, you know. And I used to try and sort of appeal to their, their human nature and just say, what are you doing, you know. But I think sometimes as an adult, especially in these days where a lot of people are sort of remote working or working from home, it can be really tricky to get good connections with people or to meet new people um, that you've got a spark with or that you've got a lot in common with. Um, or you may have friends from years and years ago that you stay in contact with um, purely for that reason that you've known them such a long time and it's something that you always do and that you always meet up. Um you know, and, and you you never question sort of whether or not that's still serving you. Um, and I, I think I've learned that it is okay to let go of friendships that no longer fit who you are now, um, because then that can open up your life and your mind space to meet new people. And I think as well, for manifesting purposes, you know, at the start of the year, I had really wanted to manifest, you know, making more friends, us all getting out more um, and just having more fun times with with friends. And I have 
definitely learned that it is okay to let go of friendships that no longer fit who you are as a person. Um, you know, because then that can open you up to new opportunities to meet new people and, you know, to have the, the headspace to, um, you know, meet with people that, that sort of are on your wavelength or that you've got a lot in common with now. And I think in the past, I have struggled with that because I have learned and Oscar told me very clearly that I do get attached to not only things, but also I get very attached to people. So if I've had a really good time with people in the past, you know, I don't want to let that go. And I want to sort of keep keep that going. Um you know, I used to be the same with, with, with Oscar's um, Godzillas, you know, when we were sorting out his wardrobe, literally every single thing that, that we got out of his wardrobe, that he was willing to just get rid of pretty much everything apart from his iPad and his PC. You know, I wanted to keep every single little Godzilla that he had, um, you know, every book that we used to love to read together, everything because a memory was attached to it. Um and I say with friends, I, I have been the same in the past, but I think what is okay is, is letting go of friendships, but it doesn't mean, you know, falling out with people or feeling negatively about that person, you know, because you will always love that friend, but it's okay to say, you know, we're, we're both doing different things now. And if you saw any of those friends tomorrow, it would still be amazing. Um, but that that has definitely opened me up to, to more friendships now. I mean, going back to when I was about 11 um, and Molly being sort of starting senior school last year, it really, really brought back floods of memories of when I was her age and what I remember was when I was 11, we were in, I can't remember what lesson it was, um, but there was a girl sitting next to me with short hair um, and the teacher had said something and she muttered something under her breath, which was really, really funny. She muttered it to me and I can't remember what it was that she'd said, but she literally had me in hysterics and I'd never spoken to her before. And then she actually said, you know, after school, do you want to come to my house? And and that was it, you know, a friendship was born and this was Marie Bucknell, um, who I think I've mentioned before. But, you know, I think really good friendships are easy. You know, it, it's just really easy for you to be together. And she used to live ten do- about 10 doors up from me. So, you know, often, in, in fact, pretty much every single day, I used to be at her house and having sleepovers and everything. Um, and I'd just run up to, to her house Um you know, and just have an incredible time together. And it was so lovely because we were friends from 11 up until being adults. So it was with her that I went to Magaluf. I went to Nuki for the first time with her. You know, used to go to raves when I was about 18. Oh, I think back to those days now and I think how awful, but I used to absolutely love it at the time. And, but we were also very young together as well. So the things that we used to do when we were first friends, um, you know, we were huge Bross fans and uh, we were both going to marry Bross um, and just be talking about that all the time and going to the Bross concerts. Um, But it was also very innocent and, you know, very fun. And we were going to move to London. So there used to be uh, the furniture shop MFI within walking distance of our houses 
So we often used to go to MFI and figure out what furniture we were going to buy for our apartment in London when we moved there. Um, And we used to do a radio station. And honestly, I think she's probably one of the funniest people I've ever met. But the banter between the two of us as well. And, you know, I just remember some of the the things that we used to say on, on our radio station was really, really funny. But, you know, when you've got friends like that, you really hold them close in your heart. And now whenever we go home, because Richard's mom and dad only um, live down the road from where we used to live as well. Um, so whenever we pass her house, the children always say, we know that that's Marie Bucknell's house um, because I just can't help but sort of share those memories with them. Um, you know, but it's it's just just so lovely when you've had a friend that is just so funny and that you really, really laugh with and that it's so natural for you to spend time together um, and just brilliant, you know. Um, and then when I moved to, to Dubai the first time, um, I worked for a finance company and I think I'd only been there a couple of days. It was probably on my first week um, and we were all in these little booths it was only like a, a very small room, but um, there was a, a blonde girl that used to be in the, the booth um, just behind me. And she just started speaking to me at the end of one of the, the days. Most of the people had gone home, but she was just so sweet and so kind Um and she was just lovely. But what I very soon realized is she also had a wicked sense of humor and was incredibly dry and the cheekiest little grin. And she wound me up the one <laughs> the one evening. She actually told me that the following day um, I'd been asked to do a big presentation in the in the morning meeting about the footsie. Um, so I just completely went into meltdown, had an absolute heart attack. Um, and so was crazily trying to, uh, log onto the, the, um, the financial times website, trying to do research. Um, I'd never done a talk before. Um, so I was trying to work out what my presentation would be like knowing nothing about the FTSE whatsoever. Um, and then after a while she just started laughing. And honestly, my heart had been in my mouth, um, and then there was actually the three of us because we we were also friends with Danielle who worked down the bottom of the office and just the three of us together. And I've often found three for me have always worked really, really well. So, um, you know, we used to go out together and we, well, we were always together. Um, and these were my Zara friends as well, Danielle in particular. Um, but the three of us also used to go to, to Zara and spend our evenings in there, uh, just spending a fortune and just loving it. Um, but we were on our way to a conference the one day and, you know, again, it was, it was just all about laughter and being silly. And we had to stop off at the garage um, because they both smoked and they smoked these um, like Vogue cigarettes, these long sort of Alexis Colby um, cigarettes, which were very, very glamorous. Um, so they, they stopped off to get some of those. And we were kind of treating this, this conference more like a cinema um, outing. So we were all joking and saying, you know, should we take some biscuits with us? Or, you know, why don't we take some celebrations and we can pass them around? Um, but just that that constant laughter, um, but also, you know, really, really close friendship. Um, so it was just lovely having having them share my first experience of living, living in Dubai. Um, you know, we were going out all the time. Um, 
but yeah, again, you, you sort of, you hold those friendships so close in your heart because you've got those memories attached to it. Um, and Jess has moved back to the, the UK now. Um, Danielle's still here. And everybody's got children now, you know, so everybody's doing different things and, and everyone's busy. But it's just so lovely and you, you feel um, feel so grateful that you've had such lovely, lovely times. And then sort of looking at my, my life now, um, a really close friend that's come into my life. And it's funny as well with friendships. I find sometimes it can take a while to, um, you know, sort of really have that connection. Um, so sometimes it can take meeting a few times and, you know, have, having conversations over, over a period of time um, then can lead to you being really, really good friends. Um, but I'd actually known her for a couple of, couple of years because her son and daughter um, did dancing where Molly does. And it's so funny, I feel like we wasted two years because she often used to be in the cafe next to me. And we used to say hello to each other, but we didn't really get talking until the first time she and I helped out backstage at one of their shows. Um, And that was another funny time because one of the the moms was incredibly strict. She was helping out as well, but was literally going around like, um, what's her name, Trunchbull? really scaring all the girls backstage saying if I hear anybody speaking you're not going on stage and was really sort of almost like a bully she was really really in children's faces um and she was really scaring the moms as well and um and so me sort of being me um I sort of whispered to to Liz who was standing next to me something about you know I thought this was meant to be fun um and then she said something back to me and we were like the naughty girls at the back of the class again just whispering to each other and giggling um you know and 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 that was it then so sort of a friendship was born but I think the amazing thing now is that we have so much in common with our lives now you know we're both expat moms our family lives are incredibly, um, you know, similar. Um, our family is back in the UK. Um, and I think she so relates to what moms are like here and well, what moms are like everywhere. Just often, you know, you've got so much on your plate. You're trying to do so much that often when we do see each other on a Friday at dancing, um, you know, we just turn up looking absolutely haggard, <laughs> And utterly exhausted, but we will just sit there for a good hour and a half, just talking about whatever it is. And um, often, I think because we're so exhausted, we end up in absolute fits of giggles. And um, you know, we'll, we'll often be crying, laughing because I think we're just absolutely shattered. Um, but yeah, so having that that connection and. I think as well, especially here, when you do make friends with someone that the whole family can be friends, um, you know, so, so the children, you know, her son William is best friends with Oscar, her, her daughter Eleanor is best friends with Molly, um, and then the two Richards as well, you know, are really good friends as well. So we just have such a good time when we go out with them. Um, but yeah, it's lovely having that, that someone that you can just talk to and laugh with or you know if anything's going on get advice from and uh yeah she completely understood about the whole traffic jam scenario moving house you know and it may seem a bit drastic you know moving house just because you got caught in a traffic jam but um she totally got it um 
And the one day she was, we were having one of those days, I think it was coming towards the end of term. And I think we were due to travel, you know, which always adds extra pressure. Um, and she joined the this sort of group at school where you offer to help out with the, the, the sort of theatre production. Um, you know, because she's got such a good heart and will put herself forward for these things, even though she's already got so much on her plate. Um and that she'd been to one of these meetings, you know, just just sort of uh, dividing up all the chores that needed to be done. And they gave her her job to do um, ready for the following week. And it was basically to make a paper mache um, meerkat's head. <laughs> and she showed me this picture. And as she showed me the picture, just the look of despair on her face, thinking... How the hell am I going to find time to make a paper mache meerkat head? And she had to make two of them um, for the standby, you know, just in case that, that that character was ill, you know, the standby would go on. And we just looked at each other and started laughing. And it just summed up just that meerkat's head, just how frazzled we both were and just how ridiculous it was, just how much we try and get done in a week. And we could not stop laughing and then we were crying laughing and this was only in a small cafe <laughs> um but I say it's just so so lovely having that someone that you can I say we practically like sisters um you know that that you that you can really really be yourself with and tell everything tell every everything about your life to really trust and it's just really really good for you so we always come away um you know, just feeling lighter because you, you've you've sort of explained everything, um, you know, about what's going on in your life to somebody else, and it just feels really, really good. Um, so yeah, I just think friendships are so so important, and if you're finding that you don't have that many great connections in your life, um, just don't worry. I say because so many people are like that. And just start looking at, and I know this is cheesy and I know people say these kind of things and you think, oh, that's a bit cheesy, but you know, why not join an aerobics class or do they still call it aerobics? Probably not. Um, or a networking group or, you know, there's always things on where you can go that give you an opportunity to meet new people. And also being open to the fact that, you know, a new friend doesn't have to be exactly the same as you. You know, I've got friends that are in their, their sort of late 60s. I think when you've got a connection with someone on a spiritual level, um, it doesn't matter, you know. And I think that can be wonderful, being friends with people of all different ages. And I always have have been like that. Um but yeah, just sort of open yourself up to, to meeting new people and also be aware that sometimes it takes time to build a friendship. Um, but just sort of be patient and, and just be willing to meet for coffees with people. Um, and I say, because it can do you so much good or even just joining the gym up the road, you know, but be, be willing and being open to starting to speak to people or chat to people in the changing rooms. Not like a weirdo. <laughs> I don't know if any of these tips are useful, but um, but yeah, I say because it can just do your well-being so much good. Um, and I say it just creates so much fun in your life. And, you know, even going out walking for a friend with a friend can, can be amazing. So 
uh, sort of get your thinking caps on and think of things um, that maybe actually would be a good idea rather than uh, some of the things that I've suggested. But um, or j- join a local library and join a reading group or something. Um, but yes, I say that there's no shame at all in, in sort of uh, thinking that you don't have many friends, but you want to grow that, that area of your life. Um, and yeah, just just, uh, just go for it and just reach out to people. So I hope you have found some use in in, uh, in this week's episode. So you can find me on Instagram at Gainer Above the Clouds. My online store is abovetheclouds.boutique. And again, if you want to book any one-to-one sessions with me, if you're here in Dubai, um, to update your wardrobe um, or parties as well, if you want to do clothing parties, the booking forms are all online. But yes, in the meantime, I hope you have a fabulous weekend ahead and I'll see you next time. Bye for now.